What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another hey, episode. Brett, can you wrap it up? Please of... wrap it up. Going a little long there mm. in the intro. Please wrap it up. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Na, 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 na. Okay, sorry, sorry. And the next award. <laughs> oh, our next Best award. indie game goes to. Our, ne- our next topic is. <laughs> Golly. Uh, we are back. Uh, this week, talking about the Game Awards, uh, if you didn't get what we were just doing a little bit, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah, we'll be talking about it. Game Awards, or as I like to call it, Winter Game Fest. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Great, great name for it. If you're watching us, whether that's live or, uh, you know, via YouTube, YouTube. Um, we're in a little bit of a different setup today. Whoa. I didn't <laughs> Luke even... and I are a guest on a show, and Brett's going to interview us. I didn't even notice. <laughs> uh we're we're a little more relaxed i don't know I, this is this is gonna be the chill zone i think now and i like it i like the idea of just relaxing These... i can't wait for the day when like one of us is gone and the we just lay on the couch <laughs> for the entire episode what These... the fanboy therapy, yeah. <laughs> it's a therapy These two session. hooligans have been uh oh begging me we'll say begging Asking, asking for a couch for almost a year now. Dude, it's great. It's you had a comfy chair. Our chairs hurt my butt. That's true. Our yeah. I've had a broken tailbone from my chair for the past <laughs> three years now. Just haven't gotten it fixed. We just, we just didn't get it fixed. No. Which is crazy because the moment I sat down on this couch, instantly fixed. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I'm glad. The miracle of modern medicine. Also, not an expensive couch, but it will do what it needs to for us so it's okay we got these super skinny like hot dog looking pillows little glizzy pillows amazon <laughs> always makes them look way better than they are but that's glizzy okay pillows he says glizzy, glizzy pillows. good lord all right when you guys re- review that new a24 horror movie this is gonna be me luke's just gonna be kicking it zonked out against talk to me the too is bad. what <laughs> So, um, as a new setup, please let us know if, uh, those of you in the chat, um, let us know if our audio is a little off, um, if, if one of us is a little loud, someone's a little quiet, uh, we'll review this kind of post, and, and we did a little testing, but it's a work in progress, and... Fred is also wearing headphones, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. But, yeah, we're, uh, today we're going to talk about the Game Awards, Glizzy pillow shirt win. <laughs> <laughs> but but first, of course, we have to talk about any new trailers that came out that were not exclusively at the Game Awards. Oh, gosh. I don't have any written down. Were there any new movie or TV show trailers? I was too busy reconfiguring the studio. I didn't watch hardly anything this weekend. I feel like there was one I watched. I think there was a like a Halo first look thing for the new season. There was? Maybe maybe that was just a teaser trailer. There was a little thing for uh Fallout at the Game Awards. There was, yeah. Yeah. It was as more it was all the, the same, same yeah. scenes just cut to a slightly different soundtrack, but thought it looked cool. I'm still in. Yeah, the show looks great. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm curious. I, w- I w- would have preferred to watch the Tow- Todd Howard cam, though, for that little section. 
Yeah. That's that's the only reaction I really care I'm about. Like, is right, he just out there right. like this is not enough. <laughs> Whoa. That looks good. Whoa. Yeah. Uh I mean that man's an executive producer on it, right? Or a creative Yeah, he's director, so I'm not too worried about I mean if if it'll do what we want it to do. If it want yeah, if it's if it's what he wants or not, it'll be what it'll be what he wants. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. The shout it's not enough rad roaches. But so there maybe one, maybe a little bit of a rad roaches? Yeah, there is a rad roach in the trailer. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The big the big ass roach. Um <laughs> language. A roach with a big thorax. Yes. Cephalothorax. A big thoraxed roach. In any case, there weren't really <laughs> many new trailers, I guess, this week. At least not that we saw. Not that weren't part of no one, in the game no one in the chat's yelling them out. So, yeah, we'll talk about some new trailers here. Tyler, are you good, man? I'm just, you know, making sure this thing, I feel like it's just slowly dropping, like, into my field of vision in front of my <laughs> oh, laptop. Yeah, yeah, so, tighten that up a little bit then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tighten it up. We can keep going. Keep you need speaking. a hand? No, I got it. <laughs> I got it. We're good. This is only my second rodeo, but I can figure it out. You only how many how many rodeos do you really need to be to go to? Just one. Just one. So, Just one. So the fact that it's your second means you're already an expert. Yeah, I'm I'm prepared. All right. Well, then we will jump right into our game awards discussion, or as Luke likes to talk, call it, Winter Game Fest. Winter Game Fest. Um, Aptly titled. Or another alternative name, Future Things. Luke will be bad at. <laughs> what or, am I, Tyler? Bad at video games. <laughs> That's Sorry. right. Baby. Just taking a drink. <laughs> Perfect timing. That's how I do it. Uh, so yeah, Jeff Keighley again hosted. But this was year nine. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think, I think ten I think years. Year, next yeah, because he's yeah. like next year's ten year anniversary. Yeah, year nine of the Game Awards. It's uh, we've always been very positive on the Game Awards. Um, there, the, each year kind of has its quirks on something that goes wrong or something that's kind of funny or or goofy. <laughs> Like the reformed rabbi Bill right. yeah. moment, yeah. But like that's not that's not a a show breaking thing, right? Like yeah. the the rest of the show can be pretty solid and, and there'd just be one weird moment. This year felt different. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the first comments we get when we bring up Game Awards, Dead Fist Twelve, celebrity show with some talking in between. Yeah. That's those are the only people who got any time to talk were celebrities. It really felt more like a marketer, mark, marketer's show. Mm-hmm. Like this was a this was a show for marketing, and not a show for awards. No, it it wasn't a. Again, they they pitch it as a celebration of games, and this was not that. Yeah. This was, um, Winter Game Fest. I mean, I think that's the best way to describe it. It's, yeah, they're gonna hand out some awards, but you're not gonna get anything. Like, I loved last year. You know judge going on forever like sure is it does it go late yes but the people who are there to watch that are okay with it mm-hmm. I, i've seen a lot of people say what's an extra 15 to 20 minutes of speeches gonna hurt because well, they I... wrapped it up at 10:03 p.m like it, it was quick they did a good job of getting through things but they lacked anything of any substance other like i think there were some good reveals there's some cool stuff to talk about there but when we're at the game awards to celebrate the games that have come out yeah and i feel like they just missed the mark there completely yeah i mean there was the 
I feel like it's the part that's really being talked about the most was just going rapid fire through like mm-hmm. eight categories. And one of those was best indie game of the year. And right. a lot of the um, like subgenre winners, like best family game. RPG, best yep. family or like best, best action game, sports game, whatever. Yep. Like those, like some of those, those are the only things some of them are nominated for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, I think Jeff even mentioned like, we love being able to give indies the spotlight. But do, but do you but, really give them the spotlight yeah. if you just move through them saying, at that pace? Saying congrats, Sabotage, on winning best indie game for, or uh, was it Sabotage? No, it was best RPG. Sabotage won for Sea of Stars, and he's just like, congrats. No, that was indie. That was indie. Yeah, that was yeah. indie? That was indie, It's so like, yeah. hey, congrats. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, it's crazy to, like, if, of any award, right? Like, indie games are the ones that they should take the time to say, hey, look, this is a small team. This is a team that does not get recognition in, in from the general public. Yeah. Um, let's let's like like they say. Let's spotlight these people. Let them talk and say, "Hey, look, we made this really cool game that we believe in. That obviously gamers among like on the voting boards believe in, and we don't get anything up from it." Yeah. It's just it's disappointing. Well, and there's there's a there's a financial incentive, right? Like we talked about this maybe being a little bit more of a marketing show. Yeah. But like especially for indie games that aren't making, you know, three hundred million dollars off of a launch, right? This yeah. these are these are games that typically have slow starts, long legs. Um, this is a chance to really give them a nice boost. Yep. And help that next project, or help that DLC, like help them get across a finish line financially to make something else that's great, and and that's not just the winner either. Like take the time we talk about, we can show little clips from each of the nominees that gets people interested in those games, even if they're not the winner. And then of course the winner is going to get you know a nice uh, even now like the, we're talking about Sea of Stars and like we it gets people talking about it and gets them interested, but in the moment, it doesn't feel like the game awards cared enough to give them that that time, which right. was unfortunate. Agreed. No, it, it was, um, and it's 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 unfortunate too. In a year where developers have laid off so many people, where the game industry has been in so much turmoil, that no comments were made about it. No nothing. Yeah, like there was just no. It did not feel like this. The Game Awards did not feel like they were supporting gaming. It felt like they were making money. There for is, the first time watching it, I felt that way. There is. It is a little bit like. It. It's weird. I compare the Game Awards to the Oscars a lot, and in, in a lot of different That's ways. That's what it, it wants to try in, to be. In a lot of ways, it's not yeah. right because there aren't big reveals at the Oscars. Right. Maybe uh, there should be. But at the same time, I do think the Oscars have at least in the past and to a certain degree now like they have a certain amount of hey here's a host who is able to come in and make fun of the industry comment on things yep right and not that like you should necessarily be joking about six thousand layoffs in the industry but a host that's not jeff knightley could do that right yeah, like keely yeah keely sorry um 
there's it's this is his show and he he just has that relationship with studios that he doesn't want to harm. Well, then he can't harm it because then he doesn't have reveals, he, he doesn't right? Have a show. Like, right. Yeah. So okay. you're right. We had Christopher Judge there to just roast Call, Call of Duty. Duty. That was fantastic. <laughs> and honestly, it was all downhill from there. That was the, in my opinion, that was the, that highlight. Was the highlight of the night. <laughs> and I, I don't remember. I guess we can look it up. But I think it was somebody like did a breakdown of all the different segments and only yeah. 18 minutes of a four hour show was given to actual awards and wow. speeches. Yeah. That is not a good look. And I was watching Alana Pierce talk about the game awards and I honestly think she said it best in it. She said, it feels like the game awards was embarrassed to talk about Video, video games yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like we want to be the oscars but we're, we're embarrassed because we're video games video games aren't cool they're still looked down upon so we need to push these to the side and we need to get simu liu and matthew mcgonhey and jordan peele out here because those are big hollywood stars mm-hmm. Th- their names mean something right. not joe bob from sabotage who won best indie game yeah yeah no, it's that they have. It, it feels like they have little brother syndrome. Yeah, and it's that like we have to say we we. And I belong. feel I feel like they should embrace being, like, kind of the. It's not even really little brother. It feels like middle child almost. Which is like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm gonna do my own thing. Yeah. We're video games. We're cool. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's. It's like yeah, you you go do your Oscars. We're we're gonna go play our awesome games that take thousands of people to make or even two people to make and it's some of the most beautiful art you've ever seen yeah but no it's oh uh, jordan peele come help us reveal this game please yeah and speaking of jordan peele and like this the kojima stuff the fact that like i know kojima's such a respected and and rightfully so like developer my struggle was seeing him up there for five or six minutes and they were rushing winners off yeah 20 30 seconds after you know and i get like you got a full 60 minutes interview we don't want you know i say when i say we don't want like from a programming perspective it's hard if everyone gives like a three minute acceptance speech it I, is. I get that um at the same time i think you want to give enough time to let people who win like shine mm-hmm. for the most that's... part they're good they're like hard-working awesome developers who just want to thank their <laughs> wives and teams and who've worked husbands and two to six years on a thing and probably had a lot of their friends laid off in the process yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's not like Cliff Blazinski was going to win a game of the year award and go up there and make a fool of himself. Right. right like right. this year's pool. I don't feel like you would have had to worry about that, but also like, it's just like, this is going to be a weird comparison, but it's just like any sort of combat sports, boxing, UFC. It's like everybody's given the rules in the dressing room. Right. So just, you know, Jeff could tell these guys, Hey, if you win tonight, please try to keep it 60 to 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. If you can. Right, if you go a little long, that's okay. But please try to keep it around sixty to ninety seconds. Programming, yeah. 
That's all he has to do. Yeah. And if it gets a little, if it goes over a minute to a minute and a half, then yeah, start playing some music, start trying to get him to to get moving, right? But like, man, thirty seconds is crazy. Yeah. I don't even like. I think they should just when they go up there to give their speech, just start the music. I think the music makes those speeches really good. This is sad, <laughs> inspiring <clears throat> strings playing, and it's it's beautiful, and they're giving this passionate speech and it's it's almost like a movie yeah but yeah just start off with that and then just let them do their thing yeah yep and maybe don't flash a please wrap it up sign that feels so hostile yeah and especially too like the one the one that's making the rounds is the Baldur's gate team larry and they're talking about one of their uh team members who passed away during yeah. development and they're kind of like trying to pay tribute to him and then there's a please wrap it up thing flashing on the screen and you're just like ah. This is just... Keely's like, I got drinks with Kojima in 20 minutes, buddy. Yeah, right. I got to rip this Monster Hunter Wilds trailer. Um, <laughs> that I guess we'll... Yeah, we can, I mean, is there anything else you want to dunk on before we get into, like, the announcements or things we liked? Here, I'll just do this as a final dunk on to move into things that were reveals. I, I didn't think there was anything that great. Um, I know lots of people are excited for OD. They're uh, excited because it's Kojima, not because of OD. Because it's Kojima and also <laughs> Jordan Peele, which I yeah. think is so weird. I don't think Kojima needs Jordan Peele to boost his name. He, no. what He's like a cornerstone of video games at this point, I feel I'm like. I'm really curious... He talks about the cloud technology being critical to the development of this thing, and I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't know, but that's why this is an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Is because it's something Microsoft has with cloud tech that they that he wants to do. No idea what it is. It also sounds like it's not maybe a video game, but more like a... Choose your own adventure? Yeah. Movie? That's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. But who knows? I've been I've been hit and hit or miss on Kojima games in terms of like oh this is like a really cool concept or I understand like it's really interesting uh, story gameplay there, but there's always something that doesn't quite click mm-hmm. and the one thing I will say in terms of like having uh, someone else who's really into story involved is I think they could help him. Maybe be less weird. Maybe. <laughs> well, it doesn't need to be less weird. I think... I Construct think, the weirdness into I a think he narrative. Just, I yeah. think he just needs help with pacing. I think I think if he had someone who could come in and be like, okay, bud, here's your 130 pages of script, and we can cut this down to 90. Boom. I think that's that could be the perfect thing for Kojima. That being said, Death Stranding is a masterpiece. <laughs> The little game that Luke made fun of. Now it's one of his favorite. <laughs> now it is. Beautiful, now it is. Beautiful game. So yeah, there was there was the OD um, God of War Ragnarok DLC. That was really cool. And that was a quick drop, right? Like that's coming out tomorrow this week. Yeah, yeah. for free. Yeah. Here's my only kind of hold up with that, and and I, it's weird. But I feel like it needs to be talked about. Sure. Get toxic, baby. It's We have God of War, Ragnarok, Valhalla, DLC coming out. And it's uh, a roguelike. And we have sure. Last of Us Part Two, 
remake or remaster coming out and what are they adding a roguelike and it just feels like sony's like hey we got this ip roguelike it let's do it well they realized now that buying bungie was a failure that the uh live service option is a no-go yeah so So now they're just shifting everything to roguelike what is what is good right now (laughs) we have remnant that's roguelike we have you know elden ring we have all these different games that have this like roguelike element and they're like we're gonna do it too yeah and they're just like putting it onto every everything everything so and it's weird too to do it right before last of us 2 Mm. brings their new mode to their game um that being said, I do think it's cool. Like, I think it, it will work really well with God of War. I'm just really plays. glad it's free. Yeah, that's, that's good, the, too. That's, that's the big a big thing for win. me, is yeah. that, like, okay, here we're seeing Sony not do a typical... <laughs> yeah. Sony... Bi- and Here's 20 bucks for right. this mode that you can beat in two hours. Yeah. that came out last year? Maybe last March? It was, like, almost two years yeah, old. almost two years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that... But... But I did think it was cool. Like yeah. I did think the little trailer was cool. It seems like there's maybe some uh, hopping between the different iterations of God of War with inter- in terms of like what kind of enemies are in it. Right. So maybe you're jumping across different pantheons and mythologies. Like I, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool concept for yep. sure. Yep, absolutely. I know this. I think is a something I'm super excited for, but I also think it's a big missed opportunity. When are we going to get a freaking date for Hellblade 2? Yeah, I was going to bring this up. Mm. It's crazy that it's still just 2024. It looks so good. And then to just flash 2024 at the end, it's like... I felt... Do you know what my theory is? No. I don't think they're confident enough with their other properties to actually have a solid release schedule for 2024 yet mm, that's why they're not putting anything in i place. don't think they have i think it's one of those things where it could be ready but if something that's supposed to come out in the fall is, is gonna it? slip they'll push it to the fall just so they have just it so they have something in there well and they have something they know will hit yeah right like hellblade's gonna hit yeah what else is on their tentative release schedule well, for this year both sony and xbox own too many studios for me to actually keep track of what is coming out well obviously there will be a new call of duty yep in november is there a new <laughs> Lock that one in. no no new forza, no new forza. Uh, we didn't get any got uh years of war news we didn't get any we halo get, news we didn't get anything from xbox Except for not their big first party stuff. Hellblade. We, well, we yeah. got Hellblade and uh, Hellblade OD and Blade. Yeah, Blade is the other thing. And the which is ex- super exciting to me. I mean, I'm the not, weird shadow drop of Baldur's Gate that everybody, not just me, was like, did not know it yeah, was yeah. on Xbox. It's like, but oh, everybody's like, wait, that, that's what? ready now? Because <laughs> they like they thought some people were like, well, maybe during the speech they were going to announce it, but they didn't. They didn't have enough time. They didn't have time. But yeah, like it was just out on Xbox after the game awards, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Uh, Dead Fist Twelve already reinstalled God of War. I'm ready for tomorrow. Yeah, please let me know how that is. I'm I'm very curious to hear kind of your thoughts on it because I know you like that style of game. So, um, no, that'll be dope. What's what's next, Brett? Um, you mentioned Blade. I did mention Blade. Blade. Yeah, yeah. So this is Arcane. Uh, it's the Deathloop team. Yeah. And Redfall. Yep. Dishonored and Deathloop no. and uh, different Arcane. Yeah, different Arcane. Different sub Well, then how come Arcane? when Redfall is coming out, everybody's going, oh, this is... 
okay. This is that studio. Technically, greater studio, yeah. It's, but that's kind of like saying this is a Bethesda game. I mean, yeah, but you wouldn't say it's a Bethesda game, right? Then like they shouldn't it's... have done that in the first place. <laughs> that's all of everybody else's fault. This is the who Arcane hyped up Redfall Lions, Lions team. team. Yeah. yeah, Arcane Austin is who did Redfall. Yeah, because they did Prey as well. Now I think some of I wouldn't be surprised if some of this team got pulled in to try and fix, yeah, probably. <laughs> salvage, save Redfall. Redfall. Yeah. Um, All I know is every single review I watched. How can this be from the people that made Dishonored and Deathloop and Prey? On the moon DLC, bloopity bloop. Bunch of liars, man. Bunch of liars. I don't think they knew the difference. Here's the what I'll studios. here's what I'll say about this because at this point th- there's no real, like, we we didn't get we we just got a reveal trailer. We didn't get any gameplay. We didn't get anything. I think this we got told it's third person. Third person, uh, mature single player set in Paris, um, and it's we know obviously Blade as a character is i think this lines up really well with this studio yeah in terms of what they can do they just need time to cook i think their style is perfect for yeah. this i like I, I really think they have the right group working on it yeah um, also just nice that xbox is getting some marvel love um after you know spider-man and we'll have wolverine over on playstation yeah the interesting thing about this though is they did not put the xbox logo on any of it but it's an Xbox studio, so will this be a... Will it be an exclusive? Um, we won't know for a while, probably. Well, who knows, yeah. But uh, no, this is this is exciting. I, I love the concept of like being in France. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And I think, again, it just goes back to the Dishonored style, the Deathloop style of gameplay fitting really well with Blade as a character. Yep. Um, love it. Super in. Tentative. Oh, Luke is tentative. Oh, tentative. I honestly like. I don't know if I care. That's it's fair. it's it's hard enough to just wait for the Blade movie at this point because it's had all of its troubles, and mm-hmm. I just I don't know. There's so much superhero stuff now. It's like maybe maybe if it's on Game Pass, <laughs> I I it would bet be. it will be on it Game will Pass. Be. Yeah, Absolutely. thankfully, if it's Xbox, I don't think I would pay seventy dollars for it though. It's so many games i still haven't played spider-man maybe i'm just not interested in licensed things i feel like i've seen that brand a thousand times we need to take destiny 2 away from him (laughs) why then you'll have more time to play games other games you're one to talk buddy (laughs) mr (laughs) i've totally beaten control and alan wake 2 (laughs) oh but i'm not over here lamenting the fact that i won't get to play a game because i just know i won't play it i just i don't know i think i'd be more interested if it was like an another original i see if it was like oh it's another superhero no absolutely like absolutely like we have to get people to buy those like otherwise they're going to invest in ip like it's the same just with movies and tv shows now it's like oh yeah another superhero thing yeah no I, i i don't disagree and I think Dishonored deserves a third game, right? I want to see. Do you that. think this was Dishonored, and they? No, I think they had Xbox an idea. Got I think the they IP? had a idea for Dishonored, and 
Dishonored 2 probably didn't do well enough for Xbox leadership to be like, yeah, we've you've got this, go. I think they said, oh, we're willing to throw a little more money at a game that would fit you well, uh, or for an IP that would fit your development style well. What do we got? What's on the table? What could we do? Yeah, and the guy from Marvel was like, yeah, the pitch they had for this was amazing. It was like a, yeah, we have to do this. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a, like... They were shopping. the The Marvel guy was just like, "Yes." Well, he's not going to go out there and be like, mm, "Pitch kind of sucks," but <laughs> you know, we had to. Well, they could have just given IP. it to Insomniac, like Marvel's given everything else to. Mm-hmm. So, all I'm saying is, studios with the name Arcane, not a lot of luck with vampires. Mm, you know, tentative. You're not wrong. You're not it's wrong. Just lining up to be. <laughs> I will choose to be optimistic about it. So uh, this podcast needs a toxic pessimist and i think it's my turn speaking of new ips uh no man's sky developer hello games um revealed their next project kind of the i liked how they described it it's the inverse of no man's sky i'm gonna make earth (laughs) what a line (laughs) what a line um as someone who really enjoys kind of just dipping my toes in no man's sky like i i like what that is i am really intrigued and really excited for uh light no fire light no fire yeah yeah i was gonna say show no fire i was like that's not right light no fire um just a planet-sized planet an earth-sized planet with mountains that are actual size and you just spend a couple hours walking up them i guess you know what i bet todd howard was in the audience and he's like i've got an idea for elder scrolls six <laughs> <laughs> What if we do that? Scratch what we got. <laughs> Just I got an abandoned idea. everything. <laughs> yeah, I you know as somebody who doesn't like No Man's Sky, um, having tried it and didn't enjoy it, this looks a little more my speed. Yeah, um, looks like there's more combat. Like you saw, like your there's friends around with bows do, and arrows. Right? Yeah, it looks like, like there's just more going on. Yeah um so i'm intrigued by this i think i think it looks cool stylistically it looks cool um and just the idea of running around with your friends and just like riding dragons and you know just sounds fun yeah i'm interested don't know if i'll get it but i think it looks I'm super interested. cool yeah. Yeah. yeah well and we'll see how it how that all kind of flushes out right like there were i would when now it's what it's been 10 years since no man's sky was announced Mm-hmm. Um, like there were a lot of promises that No Man's Sky made that I don't feel like were realized until <laughs> ten years later, right? Yeah. Um, that said, uh, I think that Sean Sean is his name, right? The Sean Murray Sean Murray um, has learned a lot about how to communicate and how to deliver on promises and stealthily deliver things and continuously deliver things that, um, really improve your game. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. And I think that this will at least live up to what it's, you know, the, the initial promise. It may not, may not be, may not feel so grand at launch, but, you know, given a year, two, three of extra DLC, if you're not on board right away, I think by the time that comes that, you know, maybe the price comes down to it's a $20, $30 game, pick it up used for, you know, 10 15 
it will definitely be worth it. Yeah. That's my theory, at least. Going to another original IP, and one that I think looks really interesting. Um, no Rest for the Wicked. This is Moon Studios, the team behind Ori. Yep. Um, I think this game looks super interesting. Uh, action RPG, kind of isometric. Think like you know the Diablo style of games. Mm-hmm. With verticality, which I think is different um you know not obviously it's just a reveal trailer and it shows very little gameplay but i do think in concept the ori team's um combat style mixed with an action rpg kind of twist on it will be a lot of fun to to check out so this is one i'll be keeping an eye on for sure is moon xbox studio yeah so that'll be a game pass game so i'll definitely check that one out um looking forward to that one for sure and then the other original IP that I thought was interesting is the ex- Exodus. Yeah. The Matthew McConaughey Matt game yep. that he's not actually in the Tra- trailer. But, <laughs> you know, he comes out and it sounded like... He, I, I called it the Interstellar video game because, you know, he's obviously doing the time dilation thing. He's mm-hmm. really burying that lead. Right. Um, I, I thought it looked kind of interesting. I don't know if I'm more sold on mcconaughey's little weird pitch thing that he did or if i just liked the little cinematic but uh it's one i will definitely keep my ear to the ground on i think this is the point in the show i was literally just trying to stay awake so like the first 15 minutes no like the first four hours <laughs> oh the whole thing the whole yeah. thing the whole thing um this announcement was super early on in the show it yeah it was and i am a big space guy so like and I and it, it kind of threw around those like interstellar vibes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like, all right. Yeah, and I'm and intrigued. Some yeah, like, and then you hear Keeley right after. He's like, oh, I'm getting Mass Effect vibes from that, and then just walks off. Like, what? Okay, <laughs> but where's Mass Effect? <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember this Exodus video game. Um. <coughs> the other, excuse me. The other one, uh, the la- last Sentinel. You remember this one? Oh, that's the... Uh, this is like the oh, kind of no. cyberpunky looking... Yeah. I thought this one looked really cool. Yeah, this I was kind of bummed it was just this CG trailer. Yeah, I think it's super early on. Yeah. Because I think this is some of the guys from Rockstar mm. who left and made their own studio. Um, I think this, in concept, interesting. Yeah. Definitely one I'll keep an eye on. Um. I think the the Rockstar formula is good for uh, good for a little switch up. I think. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe they bring a little flavor to something different mm-hmm. with Ooh, the flavor. Rockstar kind of gameplay idea. This is one I I, I also will be keeping an eye on. I, I I'd like to see what gameplay looks like for this in a few years. Yeah, for sure. Open world game. Okay. This is not one that Luke is probably excited for, but I am. Uh, I was kind of saving. Maybe the best for last for me. If you if you look behind me, yeah. If you're watching, you can see that yeah. I have a poster up here <laughs> of my favorite movie of all time, and they're making a survival game based around someone who kind of got left behind at Jurassic Park. Um, I thought it was nice of them in the trailer to hit every single. It was a little cliche point of the movie. Very nostalgia bait trailer. I'll admit. Uh, if we were if we were rating this with our trailer like thumbs. Right, like I'd be like, eh, I don't know if this is a great trailer, but I love the concept, and um, 
I don't. Were we given actual gameplay? Or were they just like there's some gameplay esque yeah. cinematics? I couldn't remember exactly, but I thought it looked. I thought it looked good. I think the thing that makes this intriguing, and I never played this game, but the studio said that they their biggest inspiration for it outside of Jurassic Park was Alien Isolation. Yeah, um, which was a a pretty successful kind of similar style of game. So I think it'll be interesting. I think you'll love it. Just because it's Jurassic Park. Absolutely. You're, Run around with dinosaurs. I get eaten by dinosaurs. Happy to. Yeah, you're going to You're going to fall for that one for sure. Going to hap- happily yeah. die by a T-Rex. I can't wait to hear you give your review on it. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do is find a T-Rex and just stand in front of it. Just put your if, hand up, dude. If you don't move, you, they won't be able to see you. Yeah, and just do the Chris Pratt. Just do the Chris Pratt with the, yeah. with the raptors. I think that yeah. works on untrained ones. You can only do that in VR mode. Ooh. <laughs> That would be kind of interesting. What if, like, too. left trigger was actually just... <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Did yeah. we... Sorry, we kind of mentioned it earlier, but I just want to make sure we... Give it its due? Give it its due. The Hellblade. We talked about it. Okay. Just I, talked about yeah, how... Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks, looks awesome. looks really okay. cool. Yep. Yeah. Great. Graphically, that game looks insane. Yeah. That's like one of those like Unreal Engine 5 things where you're like, this isn't real, but it looks like a live action video game. <laughs> it's not real, but it looks real. Like I was talking to Dana because Dana watched him with me and I was like, anytime I see that something related to Hellblade, I think to myself, how far away from live action video games are we? Because this we... makes me believe it's close. Right. I know it's not, but this these gameplay elements, these trailers, these cinematics make me believe we're not that far away, yeah. which is so crazy to think about. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful game. I uh, just Tyler, I know it's a game that we've kind of mentioned offhandedly here and there for probably the last six months as like trailers drop. But the first Ascendant, yeah, we no. got a no. We next, got next game. The the more I see of this, the more worried I get. <laughs> You're worried or about it? Least interest, less interested. Oh. Yeah. I guess. Well, I feel like the first trailers were so intriguing, and maybe just because it was they were vague teaser trailers. Yeah. But this was not a good showing. For They've that, had like three betas yeah. at this point, and, it, and every single one. It doesn't look just like, fun. Yeah. Oh. See, I haven't paid close enough attention to the betas. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, all look the Destiny fun. people. Oh uh, yeah, because get the codes to play. <laughs> it honestly looks like someone took Warframe and Destiny and were like. Make game. it crappy. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is another one of those Nexon studio games, too. Mm. Like, Nexon has a lot going on. But, no, you know, the concept for this, like, from a story perspective is cool. But, yeah, it's just every time I – the more I see of it, the more I just think to myself, yeah, this looks like it's just going to be bad. And, like, the betas haven't performed well. So, I don't know. I thought you were going to bring up another game that was in beta not too long ago and then was shadow dropped at the Game Awards um the finals yeah this is from uh the studio making arc raiders some former battlefield devs um i will tell you i hopped into this immediately after i saw that it was shadow dropped because i was in the beta um this game is awesome and if you're looking for a drop in drop out shooter just something fun to play here and there with your friends play it it's a game show shooter is how it's kind of described dude the announcers are hilarious the ai announcers (laughs) yeah yeah I, I honestly like the name the names of your teams are hilarious. I think the AI is kind of interesting because they're doing commentating mm-hmm. based on what you're doing, which yeah. is super interesting. 
Yeah, if you're and if your building gets like, blown up, it sucks. It's it's not just like double kill. No, it's like oh, and he goes down. Like it talks <laughs> yeah. crap to you and stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. It's a fun game. Um, one I again, it's I think of it like a game show heist based shooter is kind of how it feels. And by heist, I mean you're killing people, collecting money, and depositing it. And the first team to a certain dollar amount wins. So it's like kill confirmed with a little twist, right? Um, everybody's fighting to like get to these banks that are only up for a minute and a half, and then like so everybody's running to the bank with all their money. They're like, oh no! And then you get killed and you lose all your money. But it looks like it could be a nice little rut to mix things up in yeah. the competitive mm. shooter market. It it is, and I think I'm, I'd be curious to see how it does esports wise because mm-hmm. I do think it has a good kind of platform for that. The biggest thing is you know the gunplay feels. Um, it feels like Battlefield. It, I mean, oh. they're Battlefield devs, so it, yeah. it, the gunplay feels like Battlefield. Now, gun customization is not really a big part of it. Um, it's a little wonky in its control scheme, but you get used to it pretty quickly. Um, but all in all, I mean, I've had... it easier than figuring out how to put the mods yes. on your gun than Battlefield Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these guns, they come as they are. You can add, like, skins and charms, and that's pretty much it. So what you get is what you get. Um, It is a Battle Pass game. It's free to play, so you just have to kind of expect that. Um, But a lot of the free tiers are still pretty good. Um, It's definitely one I will be playing. I I really look forward to playing more of it kind of as it develops, you know, as as the game kind of turns into what it will become. Um, but yeah, the finals is a hit for me and I'm very, it makes me more excited for Ark Raiders too. Um, because that's a game in concept that I think looks really cool. What I is just, Ark Raiders? Is it an extraction shooter? It's a, uh, I, actually, I don't really know. I don't think it's a, it's a PVE game. I think it's an extraction shooter. Ark Raiders. Upcoming free-to-play third-person PvPVE extraction shooter. Oh, okay. Nailed it. <laughs> Dead Fist 12. The first defendant Descendant trailer was not a representation of the game, even a little bit. <laughs> I played the beta twice, and it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I remember JT telling me after he played the beta, he's like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was kind of like a, yeah... Yeah. cool idea but not really all i know is that every once in a while another third person shooter comes out like that type of game mm-hmm. it's just like it's not gonna cut it yeah they don't survive very long no um mm-hmm. i have a couple more really only one more i wanted to mention yeah um outside of od which i'm more curious about than anything um but dragon ball sparking zero this is the nostalgia bait game for me. <laughs> um, I loved Dragon Ball Z, like Budokai, growing up. I thought that booty, booty, yeah. booty. It was just a booty. Dragon Ball Z fighter, and it was so fun to play. I loved it. You could, it was like a three D fighter, so you could move around the arena. It was really, really fun. Um, this is apparently the continuation of that franchise, just obviously getting a new title because it's been some years since the last game. So Dragon Ball Sparking Exclamation Point Zero, which is terrible title but really looking forward to this i think some of my best memories as a kid was playing this with my friends so it's one that it is a pretty easy sell for me um i'm looking forward to it i'm happy for you thanks man sweet in a in a stale isometric fighter world with no injustice 3 i'll take this 
Dude, Ed Boon was there too. I know. He, he walked, walked out, out and I was like, oh my god. I was like, is gosh. this the moment? And Will this four hour show with called the Game Awards with no awards given be actually worth it? Even though I think he was uh, out there pretty quick. Injustice 3 would have definitely made me go, I'm okay with some of this bad stuff. <laughs> um, was there any other games you guys wanted to mention? Nope. No, I think we can move on to the. <laughs> well, and that, like. I just want to also mention. Should we also dedicate no time to the actual awards so we can be like the <laughs> on game brand? Awards? Yeah. I'll also mention the uh, final reveal was a pretty big letdown. And it cracked me up when it happened. It was like, Monster Hunter Wilds. And I was like, oh. That's your the one you were holding? <laughs> I wonder if Kate Blanchett is making the soundtrack for it, though. Ooh, spoilers for Tar. Sorry. <laughs> Make the Monster Hunter soundtrack? It's kind of cool. Uh, you should watch the movie. It's a great movie. Uh, the ending is hilarious that only gamers will get. <laughs> Good Sweet. to know. Good to know. GZDR for Ev. Did they talk about the Exodus trailer? Game looks awesome. We did talk a little bit about it. Um, it's one I'll definitely be keeping an eye on. Personally, I think it looks interesting for sure. It's got vibes that I vibe with. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's just, does the gameplay actually deliver on those vibes, right? Yeah, that's what we gotta wait for. That's what we gotta. What wait I'm for. always nervous for is there's always that really cool reveal, and then it's like, here's the game. It's like like Simu Liu's game. It's like, oh, this is a cool trailer. It's a real time strategy game. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, like, I'm I'm never gonna play that type of game. It's right. cool. It's cool for the people who yeah. love that kind of game, but it's, it's, it's not for everyone. That's why like, CG no game is for and, everyone, right? CG trailers and games are always like, uh, JT. I'm what not, type of game is this? It's and, a card game. Oh, anything, well, I don't care. <laughs> anything Warhammer, because it's like all those trailers are like, oh, yeah, and then it's like, mm, but like the gameplay, like I don't know, I don't, I don't ever feel like those trailers really capture the essence of the gameplay. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, what is this? But oh, they're really cool crushed space. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> yeah, JT, don't don't talk best about Monster Hunter. Not talking mess. I just thought the reveal was kind of lame. I actually think Monster Hunter World's a cool game. I, I had a lot of fun with it, it when it came out. Um. Talking, and Wilds will be interesting. Talking but... full mess about it. Thumbs down. Garbage. <laughs> what a waste of time. You really want to embrace the heel role, don't you? <laughs> I'm tired, man. I've got time to just be positive about everything. 31 years old. We need to get moving. <laughs> I love you, Luke. I love you. I love that the reasoning is being 31. <laughs> right. <laughs> I ain't 20 anymore. I got time for this. Uh, I will, I'm tired. JT, I'll play Wilds with you when it comes out in three years because it won't hit its release date. You forgot to calculate in the delay. That's why I said in three years. Because it's due in 2025. So add in another delay, though. you got to delay it twice. So get it to Two three days? years. Because 2026. So three years. Sure, yeah. That sounds good. Like I initially said. <laughs> no, it's 27. It's so four years. Okay. Yeah. I was factoring in delays, but evidently not enough delays. <laughs> not enough. You need one more delay. There's always one more delay. I don't feel like Capcom delays. Skull and Bones, we got a release date for that bad boy. That was one a, that more was... delay. One February, more right? Delay. February, and you can play it three days early. If you pre-order it. Yeah. <laughs> that game should be free. It should be free. And, the development and people, cost on that game has to be like a billion dollars. I know, right? It should be free, and if people are enjoying it and they want to buy cosmetics, let them. But there's the de- there's no way people are going to be like, I want to buy this $60 game. The development cost on Skull and Bones have got to be 
in my mind, similar to something to what, like, the development cost for Wish. Like, the new animated movie from Disney. Mm -hmm. That movie cost $200 million to make. Why? It's... What? I don't know. It's an animated Disney movie. It's wandering. Mm, that's true. It does not need to cost that much. But Skull and Bones, probably the same thing. Well, I mean, how much does Chris Pine cost? Uh, that's a good point. $199 million? At least. At least. So, it's a good point. It's a good point. Okay, we did have some winners at the Game Awards, and unlike the Game Awards, we should spend at least a little time on them uh, to talk about to talk about them the big one of course being game of the year Baldur's gate three everybody saw it coming yeah everybody knew that it was, mile away it was so obvious and it's it's so well deserved and tyler will probably talk about it later but the instant you play it you know there's there's not a game like it yeah there is <laughs> there is a very immediate like it starts up you start moving and you're like oh Oh, I can actually do whatever I want. Yeah. Okay. I like the first thing I did was touch the bowl. <laughs> Immediately get blown up, but I was like, "Ah, oh, snap. This is not going to be easy." Did you save the the brain? Yeah. You got a little brain pet walking around? Oh, no. No, I killed it. Oh, I I had him walking around that entire mission. <laughs> And he like I could control him and have it attack stuff for me. It was so awesome. I tried to free him. I crit failed the the roll. Dude, I <laughs> I critted it. I got a twenty. It's my like it's your first roll in the yeah. entire game. I, I honestly I felt like the game was like this is what you're gonna want, and you're never second. gonna get it the rest of the game. It was my second roll. Oh, because you touched the bowl. Because I touched the bowl. Um, okay. Dana's first three rolls were 20, 19, 19. I was like. Sick. My first role in my campaign with Dana was a one. It's like awesome. This <laughs> they is go they really know well. you play D&D yeah. probably. <laughs> They're like Love this it. guy. Love it. He's like, who's player one? He's the D&D player. <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> get him. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, Baldur's Gate, much deserved win. Much sure. deserved win. It also took home best RPG, uh, player's voice, best multiplayer, and community support. Community support, mm-hmm. yeah. So was that, was that five? Yeah. Five awards? It won five. Mm-hmm. Second place was Alan Wake with three. Yep. So, congrats overall to uh, Baldur's Gate, well deserved uh, mm-hmm. winners at the Game Awards. I am incredibly excited that Alan Wake Two came in second with three. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I said, "What fashion needs to come back?" Armor. Yeah, you said. I said armor. plate armor. Plate armor. What is Larian guy show up in? Plate, plate armor. armor. Thanks for listening. Love you, man. You should come on the show in your plate armor. <laughs> um, we'll let you give your speech. So, yeah, but Alan Wick took home three really big awards. Yeah. Not, and not that any of the awards are, like, small, but... Some of them are. Some of the, It's just some like the Oscars, are. right? Like, I, some of them mean a little bit more. Sure, I sure. I consider all the esports stuff... Small awards? S- small awards. That's <laughs> and those are the smallest awards. And trending gamer That's or That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But Alan Wake 2 uh, won Best Game Direction... Uh, best narrative and best art direction. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like three, I mean, again, I think there's just really prestigious awards at the show. So uh, that's super exciting um, for a franchise that's kind of been under the radar. Yeah, I was going to say the first one came out to like no fanfare. Like, yeah. Critics loved it the was game. A, it was a little they, bit of a sleeper hit, it was, right? Yeah, like, it was like, a yeah, this is good, but you know. Was it almost like an indie game at that point too? How big was Remedy? Um, 
I mean, they had made Max Payne. So they had some big ones behind them, but mm-hmm. they weren't like, they weren't Remedy like you Double know, A, maybe? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I, I thought all of these were well-deserved. I, I think it's good wins for them. JT said he's been hearing a lot of backlash on the art direction win, saying people saying that Super Mario Brothers should have won. Or Lies or of Lies P. Or Lies of P. Um, I can't speak to either of those what i will say just because i'm i haven't really even watched trailers i assume mario looks good but probably looks like mario i don't know yeah yeah i guess it's not really that visually different from any of the older versions right lies of p from the what i remember from the trailers looked pretty yeah Um, it's a cool looking game a cool looking game i can i look they're all nominated for a reason right um but I, I think Alan Wake is visually uh, gorgeous. I also think Alan Wake is unlike anything you've ever seen before. I mean, you're combining a lot of different styles of visuals. Yeah. Um, it's also a game that is very it's, heavily favoring light and dark. It's, and it's, those it, being big factors in the gameplay. It's incredibly stylized, but at the yeah. same time feels... Um, very grounded yeah which i think is a uh i don't know if it's a plus plus one <laughs> to to it in terms of like it's not just stylized and it's not just realistic there's this it's this interesting blend of um and i think horror games i mean maybe you get away with a little more because there's so much darkness but like it's it's frightening like the the visuals lend to that yeah, I'll so. say this: as far as art direction goes, two two of these games on here are original. That being Hi Fi Rush and Lies of P, and I think I would have preferred either one of those win. Sure, it's because it's a new yeah, it's a new thing, new yeah. thing. It's a yeah, new yeah, yeah, style yeah. of art, yeah. and like Lies yeah. of P, I'm not gonna play it because I don't like Pinocchio, any version of it. I'm biased. It's okay. Um, it had a very distinct style, different from even a lot of the other Souls-like games mm-hmm. um, with its puppetry kind of style. And then, you know, Hi-Fi Rush is... A different thing entirely. Yeah, Completely different than both of those. Yeah. Alan Wake 2 is... I mean, it's beautiful, but it's a sequel. So there's... You can draw inspiration from the first game and then Super Mario and both Zelda. Like kind They're of just continuations of yeah. what they were. Like, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom looks exactly like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. nothing really new. Yeah. 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 So I, I can kind of understand some of the pushback. Some of the pushback yeah, on that. That's yeah. fair. But Hi-Fi Rush got a dub, baby. It did get a it dub. It did. Yep. Best audio design. I was very was happy about that. Just that game getting one is a win in my book because that is one of the best games of the year. Also one of the coolest releases of the year. Yeah. Like, like Shadow dropped it. Like Hey, here's this awesome fighting rhythm game. Go beat people up with a guitar. And I was like, okay. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> You're scratching all of the itches Luke has. Right. And outside, Music, fighting, all of it. Outside of like one moment in the game, that game is incredible. And I honestly just kind of forgive that moment because the rest is so good. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got you guys should really try that game out. I, I played really it should. for a little bit. I didn't give it enough of a chance. It's so. it's short, it's uh, quick, it's pretty easy. It's like on eight your to twelve hours somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, great music. It is 
great win for hi-fi rush awesome game yeah Plus, I think being a, being a music game kind of helps the audio part. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember saying that like when we were kind of making some some passing predictions. I was hoping it would win. Yeah. I I audio. thought that Alan Wake too. Yeah, win this you were one. pretty hard on that. Like you were like, yeah, Alan I, Wake's gonna win this one. Like you mentioned horror for art. Mm-hmm. I feel like horror for, for sound. sound is huge. Because what else do we got here? Resident Evil Four and Dead Space. You got three horror. Yeah. Horror yeah. Games there. It's yeah, a lot of. Wrong mixing of different types of eerie music with the squelching and squishing of a lot of things a lot of time mm-hmm. and it just makes you go "Ooh, i don't like that but in like the best way yeah 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 well in in an alan wake two voices are a big thing that yeah. like are really well mixed throughout the game like it's yeah but glad hi-fi rush one for sure do you did um hillblade when audio design i don't know that year i feel like it i feel like i remember it winning but i could be wrong that's an excellent question sacrifice clickety clickety clack of the keyboards as they look you can up. hear us clickety clickety clack performance oh, audio they... design it did win audio design yeah okay i remembered performance yeah her, yeah, her performance. probably another write-in for next year, in terms of at least the nomination. We'll see. Yeah. Performance capture has gotten so good that I think <laughs> that that it has kind of leveled the playing field. Yeah, but, dude, how how do you pick the performance winner? That's what I want to know. Well, and even this year, I guess we didn't mention it earlier. This is kind of another Baldur's Gate three win. Yeah, adjacent. I mean, it is. It's the it's in the game, but it's uh, Neil Newbon. Um, plays the starian yeah i didn't know which character that he played so he plays the vampire, <clears throat> the vampire. yeah so congratulations there uh back to kind of audio stuff just because i'm going in order on my list uh best score music went to final fantasy 16 it wouldn't be a game award show with fa- some final fantasy game winning something right <laughs> yeah and i mean if final fantasy is gonna win anything like if you could pencil it in for any one award every single time it releases it'd be music music yeah. the music in the final fantasy series is top notch even though you can't listen to it anywhere yeah i tried to listen to it before the game awards couldn't find it anywhere they don't yeah. have that out Mm-mm. why not they release they it on their money. website you have to like buy it from them it's just a gatekeeping yeah. kind of thing. Right. Or you have to play the game. It's I've actually thought about playing it. Their business model. So. 16? Yeah. Mm. Just play it on easy. Mm. I love playing games yeah. on easy, baby. When am I, Tyler? Bad at video games. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got time to be dying over and over. I'm 31. Well, just like Luke keeps getting older, these games keep getting older. And the Broke best ongoing game... Uh, category, which had um uh, again Fortnite as always is in there, um but Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven winning game winning awards two years after it came I, out so I that's exciting so excited to play Phantom Liberty I still haven't gotten to it it's been a busy fall for games and yeah. I know your schedule's been pretty hammered but I also know how excited you game game wise oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. let's not. Get too crazy with my schedule here. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So I just want to play all the games, man. I uh, want to watch all the movies. Games for Impact. 
How do you pronounce this game? I didn't play any of these, unfortunately. Usually I play at least one or one two or of two. them every year, but this year I didn't get to play any of them. So Yeah, what, what, what I will do real quick is I'll read off all of them and probably mispronounce some of them still. Uh, Space for the Unbound, uh, Chance of... Sinar. Sinar. Goodbye, Volcano High. To Chia? I think it's just Chia. 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 Uh, Terra Nil and Vinba. Uh, and Chia won. Chia right? won. Yeah. So congratulations. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any none of us. None yeah. of us have played any of them, so we can't really comment. I've but... heard of Vinba. I heard about them a couple months ago. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Didn't play it. <laughs> I just heard good things. Uh, best indie game we mentioned earlier, Sea of Stars. I played a little bit of that. Not a ton. Enough to like kind of get into the game and moving around and stuff. And um, beautiful game. Very happy for that studio. And the story of making that game is really cool. If you've not heard it, look it up. Nice. It's, pretty, it's pretty neat. Nice. Um, best debut indie game, Cocoon. Um, they got some time on stage. Yeah. Debut indie did. Debut indie, which is, that's nice. Yeah. That's good. Uh, best mobile game, Honokai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. Honkai Star Rail. Yeah. Honkai Star Rail. Dude, they showed a trailer for that, and I thought it was like a console game. <laughs> And then it was like, mobile game. I was like, what? what? How does that run on a phone? Dude, iPhones and Samsungs are kind of crazy now. They're powerful. Powerful little computers in our pockets. I still won't play them, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best VR AR game, Resident Evil Village. Dude, I could not play that game with <laughs> VR. There is no way. <laughs> I played that with a controller. That was enough for me. I would be you, way too I watched scared. you play that with a controller, and yes. I was scared. Yeah, it's it's a scary game, for sure. Absolutely. A lot of fun, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, innovation in accessibility went to Forza Motorsport. I always say whatever Xbox puts out that year is going to win that one. Almost every time. Almost every time. Didn't I feel like it's God whatever of, racing game is out there. Yeah. God of War... Was that like two years ago that won it? I remember them doing some really cool stuff. I don't Did know. Did Xbox maybe release a racing game? Oh, well, maybe. It's <laughs> probably Forza Horizon. I know Forza Horizon. Horizon won, had won the uh, sign language person yeah. on screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, best action game went to Armor Core 6. Luke, you going to try this game ever? Eventually. When I uh, grow the cojones to try it. Yeah. I'm legit like scared to just get pulverized by giant robots. Ooh, that's one of the things in the show I was really excited for for two seconds. Oh, uh, I thought they were going to announce a Gundam dude, game. Dude, it looked oh, like a Gundam yeah. trailer. And then it was rip-off Gundam, probably a mobile game. No, I think it's a console game. It looks like a mobile game. I think it's called like, The moment they didn't say it was Gundam, it looks like a mobile <laughs> game to me. Instant, instant disappointment. It was called, like, Mech Game or something. It's just like, ugh. But yeah, Armor Core 6... Felt like this one was a mecha break. Mecha break. Make mecha mech gotta mech it or break it. Mech it. I'm gonna mech oh, it up. Bad. But uh, I was figured it'd be Armor Core. I was really hoping it'd be Remnant too. Mm, yeah. But yeah, that's probably are, gonna go to you are, you FromSoft. Are so preaching the good news of Remnant Two. It is one year. of the best games of this year. So. It is. It might be the most underrated game of the entire year. All right. You, it heard, is, it, you heard it here It first, is phenomenal. I guess. It uh, is really good. I actually got a coworker to start playing it on his PC. Because he was like, 
he played Liza P and beat it a bunch of times. I was like, I need another Souls like, and I was like, you should play Remnant too. It's like what? It's like Remnant Two. It's on Game Pass. And then he came back today, came to my desk, and he goes, "Bro, Remnant Two is awesome." And I was like, <laughs> yep. Heck yeah. Uh, JT says Luke Armored Core is challenging, but it's not like Souls. It's different. He's different. There, I know there, there's checkpoints, which gives me a little more faith in myself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I won't have to just like go all the way back to the beginning. I question my ability to productively not get frustrated and just be able to put maximum effort into putting together a good mech build because that's what the game is you need you need a new tv right no i thought yours had like dead pixels no i already got a new tv oh okay i was gonna say if you if you needed a new tv and this was a game that you were worried about getting frustrated like Play it now, so if you you know throw you your controller your into your TV, yeah. nah, 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 nah. that'd be it's just fun. A good excuse, right? Yeah, I think so. Nah, I've been throwing a controller in ages. You can throw oh. my uh, my Elite Series Two. It's it's I can no longer look down. But yeah, it's it's. <laughs> will I be able to play this game and go? Okay, instead of doing this particular mech build and looking through the thousands of different things that you can do do this because mm. like i play a game where you do make builds in destiny right but that game is what is the most powerful meta build right now and mm. it works in everything right 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 there's right. there's no skill involved it's just put on strand titan that's it gotcha where like this is all right these legs weren't working i need to use these four different weapons and this shield and this <laughs> blah, blah, blah and this type of head i'm don't have enough money to buy that so maybe we'll have to do i don't know if i'm gonna be smart enough what am i bad at video games i'm bad at video games that he is baroque that says is. luke chucks cabbages not controller that's right baby my cabbages oh. all right what's next uh best action adventure game legend of zelda tears of the kingdom they couldn't let that one get away without no, winning something what else not. was nominated against it uh alan wake 2 Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Jedi Survivor. Only two action-adventure? Yeah. That's, that's, wait, what? I didn't even realize it was nominated there. I guess where else do you put it? Because there's no horror, horror. survival category. It was, it's this versus Resident Evil remake. <laughs> What's going to do in it? Dead Space remake. <laughs> Ugh. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, the only other one it really it fits in is yeah. action, but it's not... It's, it's more, advi- there's more adventure, more adventure in it than action. Yeah, yeah. Um, fighting game, Street Fighter Six. Congratulations, Did I don't play fighting games. <laughs> I didn't play that one. Uh, family game, went to Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh, no surprise that Nintendo won a family game award. Just like the Game Awards, we're going through these really quick. This was the section that they just skipped <laughs> After we just ripped them to pieces, we're doing this. You guys thing. have comments on Super Mario Bros. Wonder? No, I haven't played it. Okay, I haven't well, either. Like, so I think I... It's okay if we do it right, because <laughs> yeah. we didn't play it. Yeah. But the developers should be allowed to Speak. talk about talk their about experience it. making their game and thanking players for playing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Not Jeff going, <laughs> good job. <laughs> good <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> Next category. <laughs> Next category. Jeff is awesome, by the way. Like, I don't want to yeah. just rep Jeff. Oh no, no, he no, does no. a lot of great stuff for the gaming. He does. He the does. World. It's yeah. it's. This was just a weird 
The, it'll be better next year. A misstep have, of a show next year will be better. I have faith they'll he'll, absolutely he'll get it right for next year. Absolutely. Uh, best sports slash racing game went to Forza Motorsport. Um, Xbox classic, racing game. Classic Forza W. Right. <laughs> Dubs always. Forza's always just so solid. Was Gran Turismo in that category? Uh, no. <laughs> Do they have a game? I thought Gran Turismo a... Seven came out. I thought. Oh, I thought they just had a movie. <laughs> <laughs> was that nominated for best adaptation yes <laughs> Ooh. Um, best sim strategy game went to pikmin 4 oh never mind that was last year turismo was dang it i can't make fun of that <laughs> idiot content creator of <laughs> the year iron mouse esport athlete lee faker you can skip the e-sport yeah you can stuff. skip that stuff. we don't care okay no offense spots. to them but we don't care um best adaptation was last of us no surprise. Also got a moment to speak. I feel like that is one that you don't need those people speaking. You could have other people speak. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention Anthony Mackie. Oh, yeah. That was a nightmare. <laughs> and I guess like the heckling in the audience was really bad in that moment, which we can't hear. Yeah. But golly, let's just focus on the teleprompter. Yep. Let's read the yep. award. You just kept telling people to shut up. Shut up. Okay, Anthony. Like, at least, Timothy Chalamet was out there for no reason, but at least he went out there, read the card, and it was done. I did love that they announced him by his, like, YouTube channel name. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Instead of saying Chalamet, they were just like, what is it, Modded Controller or something (laughs) or other? I was like, that's pretty good. Modded Controller 360. Yeah. I was like, this is good. I like this. Might sub to that channel. 20 years too late. (laughs) is it still existing just go watch the old videos yeah. but yeah last of us was no surprise at winning no. no anybody who thought that that wasn't winning was uh wrong was fooling themselves I, and and people I, had hope for mario <laughs> luke i think you met one of you just before we went off on our matt mackie chalamet tangent mentioned that like what a interesting choice of people to come up and speak speak except yeah. that like i understand like a like a producer showrunner i don't even know were they showrunner one of them was a writer one of them Druckmann was, a, was up there so it was Druckmann and mason wasn't there but mason wasn't there i don't know it just didn't feel like they don't need to speak this isn't a hollywood award show i guess give it give it to give it to best indie game let yeah, them have that just time. give just give that time to someone else Agreed. it's based on a game yes that game probably was here at the game awards at some point yeah we don't need the movie people, TV people to speak because of their adaptation. You know what the Game Awards just needs to do? It should be more like the Super Bowl. Where why we're here is to watch the Super Bowl and some people are there to watch the commercials. Mm-hmm. Let's here's the award, here's their time to speak. Here's the next award, here's their time to speak. We'll be right back and then you have three game trailers. Boom boom boom. Boom boom boom. And you don't need you don't need to hype up each game trailer. They promote themselves. Yeah. Twitter Twitter will do that itself. Yep. That's why we're here. Yep. If we like it, we will let you know. Yeah. If it looks bad, people might let you know a little more. <laughs> True. Yeah. And JT brings True. up a good thing too. I believe, you know, having the previous winners announcing, like you saw Judge announce best performance. Yeah. That stuff's cool. Like yeah. I like that because that feels like it's in the industry. Yep. Or even right? I don't remember. That's a very Oscars been... thing to do. It is, but it, it works. And, yeah. And I like it. I don't remember who said it. It might have been Alana Pierce as well. Like, bring in 
people that play that game. Like, bring in a streamer. Yeah. Who, it, this person streamed 300 hours of Sea of Stars. And they can, a, yeah. They need to have, they, yeah, they do need that. That's hard, I think. you. Not every YouTuber like, can get up on stage. And, why can't Ninja? You know, but Ninja could, Ninja's, right? Absolutely. Everybody knows absolutely. who Ninja is. Here's best ongoing game. I've played Fortnite for 20 years, it feels like, at this point. Yeah. yeah. So any of the kind like, of funny guys could do it. Yeah. Like, oh, there's there's lots of other yeah yeah YouTubers who have the clout and or profession of professional ability to get Gary Witt out there. That. Yeah. I just don't believe Matthew McConaughey getting up there be like I was really wanted to get interested in games. It's like somebody in your PR person said, <laughs> "Here's a good opportunity for you. Put in a million dollars and you'll be in the game as well." Yeah. You'll voice the villain. Be an executive producer. So. Yeah. Um, I do want to, real quick, the last kind of category we haven't talked about, most anticipated game, went to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, I think, like, anticipated and uh, player's voice are both kind of silly awards. Surprised they didn't go to Zack Snyder's Justice League. (laughs) They should have went to Elden Ring again. (laughs) But, yeah. I mean, look, Final Fantasy is obviously popular and i'm very excited for rebirth yeah i and so it's funny because i wouldn't have been had i not ever blown out my achilles and been stuck to a couch and forced to play it Mm -hmm. right so i understand the hype now so i'm okay with it yeah fair (laughs) enough i i am pumped it's gonna be a lot of fun fair enough any final we've gone for a while on game awards any final words nope i'm just ready to blast through some news all right well we will Tyler, why don't you blast us through some news here? You want me to, like, rapid fire? Sure! Blue Eye Samurai is getting a season two. Woo-woo! Thank goodness. James Gunn officially announces Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor. We already knew it. But he officially confirmed. I know, but we already knew it. Uh, Sean Gunn joining the DCU as Maxwell Lord. Cool. Villeneuve says Dune 3 is almost done being written. Let's see part two first. (laughs) Hideo Kojima Connecting Worlds documentary about the development of Death Stranding. Uh, will be distributed through Disney Plus in 2024. Cool. like that one. And then my favorite news story of the week, the day before developer Fantastic closes its doors four days after release. So incredible, man. What a story. The scam of the year. Should have gotten an award for scam of the year. <laughs> it should have. Is that, We need an equivalent of Razzies for video games after this year because we had the Gollum game, the King mm. Kong game. We need a video game Razzies award. Yeah, yeah. That would hurt some Just, feelings, though. Just one award, though. Scam of the year. Yeah, scam of the year is the day before. This was... There was red flags all over this thing. It uh, And it turned out to be exactly that. A scam. Um, they say they're paying back their people that partnered with them, but they're not. <laughs> There's rumors that they had volunteer developers working on this game. It's a... If you're interested in this story fantastic without an the first a so it's f-intastic um, f-intastic man the day before is the name of the game is a nightmare some of the best clips i've seen in gaming oh yeah they are pretty funny though. it is so funny but yeah here pay 40 dollars for early access to our game game's not even truly out yet nope and they're shutting down and yep. it's oh, dead what they, well, they did say that the uh the servers, servers will stay, stay up on. for a little while yeah don't play for more than two hours. <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare. Ooh. 
Um, Luke. I I have two other stories. Hit me with them. Um, <clears throat> one's gaming related. Um, and it's about Bungie. Oh. Ooh. Um, juicy. Did you guys Did you guys see the IGN mm-hmm. investigative deep dive? Mm-mm. Um, it's not good. It's just just more problems. At oh, Bungie. is this the Sony stuff? Like the board takeover. So yeah. I'll just kind of go through my bullet points I have from the article. Morale taking a nosedive. No surprise. That tracks. Um, after all the layoffs, and then also due to reduced and some completely cut benefits. Um, for the employees that are still there, oh. leadership seems indifferent and even hostile. I think I took that straight from the article too. Yeah, maybe that's what. That, no, that I heard those exact words. I fear, fear of more layoffs. <clears throat> Apparently, hand is on the lever, ready to lay off more people based on the final shape reception, and that is a quote. I did see that. Just. How, how as an employee, do you take that? We're just be like, yeah, but I'm doing good. We're just going to fire more people. Let's not even call it laying off at this point. That sounds too nice. Mm-hmm. Being thrown to the street because... Saying that you have your hand on the lever is clearly a, like, we're going to ax people. Yeah. And then the last point I have, Sony allowed to dissolve existing board and take full control of the company if Final Shape falls short of its goals. Well, they're already 45% below their revenue goals. Remember how rosy they were after Sony bought them? They're like, yeah, we maintain our control. And What an, what an interesting 12 months it's been for Bungie. And what an interesting contract to sign. Like, yeah, if we don't hit, you can just have us. What's crazy, too, is I think the deal, like when, it act, when the dot, dotted T's and I's oh. were crossed, whatever. <laughs> When the ink was dry, it's only been like a year. It hasn't been that long. No, yeah, yeah. It has failed so quick. And I don't know. It feels feels a little fishy. Um, But yeah, it's... It was a scam. Not... (laughs) Second best scam of the year. (laughs) It has not been a good couple months at Bungie. No. Which is crazy because... When this released, they had just released a new season. It was super positive, and the new dungeon had come out, and people are saying it's the best dungeon. They're yeah. like, this is awesome. Next day, boom. Trouble. Bungie investigative report. Nose diving morale. It's horrible here. People hate working here. Like Is it a is it a hit job by the media, Luke? No. Unless, That's what people. If you think consider a hit job is just telling the the truth. I just think yeah no 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 and I. It 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 amazes me that. It's gone off the rail so quick. Yeah. I think. Someone, group probably group of people probably a, a probably a, a board, at Bungie, um severely underestimated what it costs to make a live service game to make a live service game which again i they had been doing it for six years i'm i mean there's a reason why xbox said no your burn rate is too high we're not even gonna think about buying you yeah like it feels like a giant red flag and i don't know if sony was fully prepared for that 
or they just didn't care. Maybe they even saw it as an opportunity to just fully absorb Bungie. Maybe. We don't know really anything. It's a borderline hostile takeover without the hostile. It could be. What I will also say is that as happy as I was when this deal took place, and I, I think at the time even said... This is really exciting. A, a developer that gets to kind of retain its DNA and its autonomy while yet being a part of the Sony Publishing Group. Um, the, I think the last two years have shown that the Bungie leadership may not may need a change. Right? They may they may need a new board. Bungie has an interesting trend too. They are with Xbox, and they're like, "We got to get out of here." So they got out of there, and they were partnered with Activision. They're like, we we got to get out of here. They bought Destiny rights so they could independently make it. Yeah. Then they signed up to with, get in bed with Sony. I remember we talked about that when it happened. We and were it, like, this is so weird. And so what is the next step? Hostile takeover, or is it we got to get out of here? They just, I think, this may just be a cultural thing at Bungie. I think they dream big. Right, and they have, they maybe live and operate in a more ideal world than reality. Mm-hmm. And when you know it comes time to, okay, we broke off from Microsoft and we want to make this next big, uh, you know, um, live service game that is Destiny. We have to find some to fund that because they didn't have any money at the time. Right? Uh, they probably went. Pretty close, pretty close to broke. Buying the rest of the rights for Destiny that cost them a lot of oh, money, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And the fact that it's been on the decline has not helped them with that. They've also got constantly three, maybe four incubation products that aren't making them any money. Uh, I, I should say that I shouldn't say that because they are like Netties invested hundred million dollars mm-hmm. into them or whatever. But as far um, as consumer, but they're not. They're the consumer not, goes. Marathon has made zero dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. Gummy bears has made zero dollars. Gummy bears. It's their other one that's in the works. That uh, matter. Is, I think pretty sure matter is dead. Matter is dead. Dead. I think they. D e d dead. Or D-E-D. move matter transitioned into something else. Sure. Sure. But the point is that you have teams of you know twenty, thirty, maybe not thirty, uh, probably ten. To 20 employees on those that adds up quick if you have three that's you know maybe a, a, a max of 60 employees who you have to supplement that those costs from your other projects mm-hmm. they are they are not being you know monetarily productive at the time you hope that that investment leads to profit down the line but there's never any guarantee right right yeah. I've been working on my predictions over the last couple months. Oh, Even a lot more. Get some bungee predictions in there. There is a bungee prediction oh, on there. Oh my gosh, Luke. I, I'll tell you what, I'm really excited for our prediction <laughs> episode. I'm guaranteed to go 10 out of 10, I'm pretty sure. I think I absolutely nailed it. I love it. Love it too. Um, um, I have one, another yeah, story. Yeah, I have one more. Um, Wes Ball, director of the upcoming live action legend of zelda movie you know he uh he said something interesting oh, cool. over the past week he said 
want it to be like a live action Miyazaki movie. Why don't you just do an animated Miyazaki movie? <laughs> That's the Ghibli guy, what if, right? Yeah. yeah. What if yeah. you just... I don't know if he would, because it's not it would be his original thing. No, I don't think what he's if interested. he actually would do it and just like bring his his brain into the Zelda world? That'd be a good pairing too. That'd be a from a visual style. That would be visually it would be amazing. Yeah. Thematically, I would really be curious to where they would land because I just think that they have opposing views on that look all of Miyazaki stuff is just super personal to him and I don't know mm-hmm. how he tells that story in a way that Nintendo's like yeah this fits in the Zelda universe yeah um but if you could get him to sign on I would be interested maybe he's a huge Zelda fan is like maybe, oh, maybe. he's like yeah Zelda super personal. I got something yeah, I can this. cook up with that yeah. <laughs> but like <sighs> there's just like if it felt really tone deaf for him to be like I want it to be like one of the most iconic animators ever. I want it to be like what he does. But and, live action. And then every single person for the past, ever since Zelda has existed almost, has been like, you should do an animated something of this. I know like there's anime series and animated movie people, but they both agree on one thing. Yeah. Animated. Man, just cancel this movie. Cancel it. Just cancel it. Make us all happy and cancel it <laughs> oh my gosh i can't wait for tom holland to be cast in this thing and the world is going to erupt like vesuvius um well my <laughs> my one news story this <laughs> week is that today the uh, Golden Globe nominees dropped. That's right. Uh, we're not going to run through all of them, but just so you know, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer both have... Uh, oh, Barbie has nine nominations. Oof. Oppenheimer has eight. Killers of the Flower Moon and Poor Things have seven. Um, those are the front runners? Those are the front runners. Love and it. that does not surprise me. I'm super glad. I'm very interested in Poor Things. That's coming to theaters here also soon for us. I'm just Ken and Peaches were both nominated for best. Let's song. go! <laughs> Golden Globes always have to do something just a little goofy, right? I hope they both. Well, those are both. That's Oscars. an Oscar category too. I know. Oh no, I know. I know. I just I want the performance. I want Jack Black there to sing it, and I want Ryan Gosling there to see oh it. That'll my make me so gosh. happy. Yeah, I hope yeah. it gets an Oscar nom, <laughs> only for those reasons. Yeah, and then can we also get Pete Davidson's "I'm Just Pete"? <laughs> I'm just Pete, and I like drugs. <laughs> Did... I've never even heard that entire song. Oh, it's I great. only have seen the memes. It's so good. Did the Meg Two get nommed for anything? <laughs> Uh, best movie ever. Best movie ever. No, I will say the generational uh, film <laughs> to define a generation. Yeah, the Meg Two, the Trench. Um, lots of lots of good nominees, especially when we start getting joke. into the the actors, actresses. Um, that those fields are really strong this year. So the uh, the Golden Globes are always a kind of a first tell on a little barometer. What? Yeah. What are 
what is a good idea of what will be in the Oscar race. So mm-hmm. keep your eyes. I mean, I, I don't ever watch the actual show, but... Also, Last of Us was... I've watched it a couple times. No, dude, are the Golden Globes going to happen before the Emmys? When are the Golden Globes? June... Sometime in January? They're one of the early, they're one of the early ones, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the Emmys are supposed January to be... January 10th. 10. In, in summer. And those got delayed because of the strike, and those are in January. Oh... And I have, gosh dang it, I have you a have prediction Emmys, about those, and it won't count it because won't the Emmys won't take place. Rough. It's okay, I'll be wrong anyway. Last That's of Us rough. is not going to win. No. You know no. what? No, it's going to win. It's going to win because... It's going to win when your prediction won't fit, land. Yeah. Worth it. <laughs> worth it. It's a dub It's a dub in my heart. That's right. right those are the only dubs that matter. Yeah. All right, we have uh, two, I think, fan box questions this week. Uh, the first is from someone who doesn't even watch the show anymore. Thanks, Ian. I know you don't watch the show, <laughs> but you see our tweets every once in a while. So he he asks if if the fan box wasn't called the fan box, what would it be called? Uh, Twitter with Tyler. That's what it used to be called. Ooh. And we would not change it. <laughs> yeah. It would not be X with Tyler. Twitter with Tyler. (laughs) Twitter with Tyler. That's what we would call it. That insinuates something. X with Tyler. Lots of X with Tyler. Oh my god. Oh, you watched X this week. I did. Did you like it? We can talk about it here in a minute. Spoilers, bro. During our Cool. During our weekly update. Getting ahead of yourself, man. My goodness, sir. Um I replied on Twitter uh to Ian. Um fan bad email with the little gif of, of strong bad. I don't know if you guys what? Do you remember Strong Bad? Is that an internet thing only I remember? I no, I remember it. They did it all the time at camp. <laughs> it was part of the Homestar Runner universe. It was it was great. Strong Bad was amazing, but he always... X with Zyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, and hey, then... we got a first time chat. Hey, first time chat. Jubaka Flocka. Yo. Jubaka Flocka. Um, I don't think any of us have seen The Boy and the Heron yet, right? No. Okay. Well, Trevor's question is not going to make any sense, but we're going to answer it anyways because that's what we do on the show. That makes it fun. What's the question? Uh, Are you team parakeet or are you just a real world schlub? Real world schlub. Real world schlub for sure. Parakeet can uh, kiss my butt. I'm gonna, I saw, don't I saw care a video. I'm gonna rep. I'm gonna rep Team Parakeet. Just I saw a video of, of a Why parakeet. Uh, parakeet is overrated. They talk too much when I, they should chirp and sing more. <laughs> I heard a video of a parakeet <laughs> imitating a crying baby, and it creeped me out. So I'm not Team Parakeet. Let's just be real. Parakeet is just a discount parrot. Am I wrong? No. Am I wrong? I'm with you, dog. Real it's world a par- schlubs. It's a parrot with cool hair. Okay. Real world schlubs. They went to a boutique and style themselves up and they're all of a sudden better oh you think you're better than me because you have a mohawk it's like wow okay get out of here man um parrot yeah team parrot is there a parrot in this movie team real world schlub team real world schlub yeah Mm. gang gang let's schlub it up all right fine well we got a chat question oh yeah what is it what are the game awards oh so every year winter game fest it's (laughs) Every year there are the uh, the Game Awards, which is a it's the Oscars, kind of the Oscars for, video games. for video games for the year. So we actually have kind of we spent a, what, about an hour yeah. chatting about them. So you you may have to go back and review, but but it's yeah, worth it. We, we talked we, we we talked about the show. 
Um, we talked about the announcements because they, they do a lot of game announcements there or trailer announcements, uh, trailer reveals. And then obviously who won uh, in each category. Quite a few categories. What, 20, it, 20 esports. We didn't 25. 25 game awards. Yeah. And we didn't talk about esports because apparently we don't care about Luke doesn't care about it. I don't care about this. Tyler doesn't care about it. I don't really care about esports, but just make a different Sorry. esports award show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you one better. Why is the game awards? <laughs> that we have not quite figured out yet. Cool, cool. Why? Not because yet. we love video games. That's why. That's, That's why. Right. Um, weekly update. What'd you guys do this week? I played Baldur's Gate three. You know, let's go. It's amazing. Um, for for the sake of time, because we are running long, I'll I'll save more conversation about it for another time. But I did start a campaign with my wife, who is an not a video gamer, um, and has shown little to no interest in ever playing D anD. d and now. she had a lot of fun. Um, it's really interesting seeing Dana be a snarky character because <laughs> it's not really her personality. That's well, fun. It's, it's really fun. She's playing her role, man. She is. I told we we had a conversation about like, look, you have to role play your character. Whatever your character is, be that character while you're playing. And she was like, okay. And then she met Gail, and she immediately started being snarky right away. And I was like, <laughs> she does not like Gail. I didn't like Gail either. Uh, that's what Jordan said too. Jordan does not like Gail either. I mean, Gail pops out and he's like, hey, I want to make love to you. And it's like. <laughs> I might murder you, actually. Calm down. Calm I'm down a, just a little bit. I'm a loyal, good character. No, I'm probably pretty neutral. I'm a druid. But uh, I might murder you if you talk to me like that. I'm a, I'm a warlock <laughs> when I'm playing with Dana. So it's just like, yeah, you can uh, get blasted, brah. But yeah, that that's kind of the big thing. Um, nice. I'm reading, still reading the cultural phenomenon that is Fourth Wing. Um, if you're a book person, you've probably heard of this book. Still reading it. Still just fine. Yeah, it's fine. I, there's some pretty cool stuff in there. There is something that I didn't see coming, so kudos to her for being able to keep me on my toes. Nice. Um, I think the problem with that book to me, though, is that it's it's got so much more potential than what it's giving you. Mm. And that's what's, I think, kind of frustrating while you read it. You're like, man, this could be so much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's cool. Oh, all right. Luke, what about you? What'd you do this week? Jubaka Flocka did, uh, MK1 did not win anything, unfortunately. It would have just... It only had Best Fighting Game. Best Fighting Game, Monomus, yep. if I remember right, yeah. And Street Fighter yeah. Six won that category. Yep. Um, what did I do this week? A lot of it, I was playing Destiny, because it's a new season. But the things that I really did enjoy doing again was I kind of dipped back into my Nolan rewatch. Yeah. Ever since... <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the day before got a, a one on IGN. Of a one by IGN. I've never seen that before. I don't think it has either. Unbearable is what it's called. That is oh. so funny. Oh, the poor soul that had to review that for IGN. That is so funny. <laughs> um, I've ever since Oppenheimer came out, I've I've gone through all of Nolan's films that he's directed. Well, not all of them. He's got some shorts and stuff, but his his main films. And uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this week I got to rewatch Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Tenet. Interstellar is one of my favorite movies ever. Fantastic. It still holds up. Absolutely. Um, Dunkirk was amazing in theaters, but rewatching doesn't have the same impact. 
Um, I think it's due to a lack of character. It's more of just a situation movie. Sure. You never really get to know anybody. Yeah. Um, and Tenet is got to be one of the coolest things ever made. And also one of the most confusing. <laughs> I, I honestly get more confused every time I watch that movie. Really? Yeah. I think it's an absolute narrative mess. Um, I just... The moments I'm like, this is so cool, and I start to pay attention. It's just like, what is happening? It, it doesn't make sense when you try and pay attention to it. And this is where the line comes from. Don't try and understand it. Just feel it. That's like a Nolan quote. Mm-hmm. It's, it just needed more time in the scripting process mm. and it, it is too overcomplicated. Um, I think it's so cool and it's fun to watch, but the moment you pay attention, it really just loses me. Um, and that in the audio is so bad in it, man. It, that is irritating as all get out. Um, but next is Oppenheimer. I just need it to come in the mail and I can watch it. <laughs> Dude, I I saw it at Target the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, physical copies do exist. I, I haven't just, seen movies at Target. Like, I feel like they just eliminated all. I go of to the one physical. in Maple, uh, but the movies why. at the one in Newmarket are like way back in the corner by those little toys, the movie toys. Yeah, I uh, I just ordered it off Amazon. I was like, I'm not even gonna try and go look. I'll just it'll get here when it gets here. Yeah, yeah, I probably should do that. But all right, um. I did a couple things this week. New movies I watched. Um, I watched X, which is a 2020... X with Tyler? X with Tyler. <laughs> X with Tyler. 2022 movie uh, by Ty West, uh, starring Mia Goth, uh, Jenna Ortega, uh, Brittany Snow, and Kid Cudi um, are kind of the big names. Scott something or other is his name, right? Kid Cudi's name, Scott. Oh, yeah. Uh I don't know. It's being slow. Not important. No, nope, doesn't matter. Um, Kid Cudi's famous. Everybody knows who he is. It's good. It's it's yeah. I I liked it a lot. I think it's a great low budget. Uh, Definitely low budget. Yeah. Horror slasher flick. Um, it doesn't you know doesn't stay too long. Moves nice and quick. So it's like ninety minutes in it. It's, it's super short. Yeah. It's got a um, you know kind of that premise of like. I think a lot of kind of Hollywood movies are, are a little nervous, you know, going kind of into the the roots of Hollywood. The roots of you know, I mean, there's like that the adult film industry exists, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so to kind of play on that, um, but but have it, you know, it's it's about making movies, but someone wants to make money and someone wants to make an art house film and cinema. And at the end of the day, it's really just about surviving a, uh, a couple, uh, you know, crazy people. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, good, um, good acting. I had no idea that Mia Goth also played the, uh, the elderly lady, Yeah. which was a fantastic thing to find out at the end to be like in the credits. Like, wait, what? She plays Pearl. (laughs) Pearl. Yeah. Now uh, you which, gotta watch Pearl. Now I have to watch Pearl. Yeah. So I and I think you have that. Unless, unless you don't want Pearl? to, obviously. I actually think Pearl is a better movie. Oh really? Mm-hmm. No, I'm no, I'm I'm very intrigued. I was uh, the the story behind it in terms of like how Pearl got kind of made as well. It was like uh, who who produced it? A twenty four. Yeah. 
A24 read the script and was just like, hey, do you want to make another yeah. thing? Like, at this, like right after? And he was like, okay, yeah. So This is their first sequel, I he think. He just wrote... Well, yeah, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. But they're but getting a, a sequel as well. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Max Maxine. Yep, yep. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Ty West basically just asked me at Goth, hey, do you want to you know, stay a couple extra weeks and shoot a second movie? Yeah, because yeah, it's the same location. Same location and everything. So uh, He said they left for six weeks so they could repaint the house yeah. to make Pearl. Yeah. Which I think it's just so cool. So, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to watch Pearl. Yeah, I'll bring Pearl. it. So um, I also need to bring you your Flash movie that oh, yeah. I got you on Black Friday. I need to pay you for that. <laughs> that you're just holding it hostage. Yeah, pretty money. much. Okay. No, I just uh, keep forgetting to bring it. <laughs> the other thing I watched this week uh, was my family and I went out to go see Wish, the new Disney film. Um, I better just read my letterbox review because I don't know how else to really talk about it. I think that it's... Um, one of those movies that has here's what I said. Here's what I said: a promising concept that too quickly sets itself up for failure. Uh, Ariana DeBose gives an excellent performance, but against the tone shifts of Chris Pine's villain and Alan Tudyk's goat, he's the talking animal because Alan. That's what it's Alan just Tudyk what he does gets at this point. It's just what Disney does too. Like, um, oh, all feel, all yeah. three feel like they should be in different films. The plot is obnoxiously bland and incredibly classic Disney. Um, you'd be forgiven for thinking ChatGPT developed it. Aside from a really strong main musical number and DeBose's performance, Wish left me wishing for my, nine, my 95 minutes back. When oh. you wish upon so, a star. There is, that is kind of the thing, right? Like this is... They, they say it's 100 years in the making, quote-unquote, and it's because it's a when you wish upon a star. It's the 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 theme behind that, right? Like, what does that mean? It's the and Disney prequel. It's the, it's the, it is. It's the Disney prequel. And there's a really interesting concept in there. Um, and just because I know you guys aren't going to watch it, and I don't know how many of our audience is going to really watch it, but, like, the idea is that we can make our own dreams come true because we're all made of stardust like we're all made of the stuff that stars are made of there's but that how do you convey that as a concept to a child a child you don't you you kind of offhandedly say it and then ignore it for the rest of the time and me and this adult and me as an adult are is like okay this is really like that's kind of clever how are they no it's just that the king essentially when you give the king your wish he takes that memory from you you don't know what your wish was until he grants it again which is super like cartoony villainy esque. What a monster! And just no, I mean, like I said, it just kind of feels like there's three different movies in here. I don't know how. Like the animation style is pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking or like so visually unique that whatever they were doing made it worth whatever it cost. I don't know what. I don't know why this movie cost two hundred million dollars. There's, that makes no no sense to me. Um, I I could only assume it had to do something with that technology because it's not a doesn't look like a modern Disney animated film, right? Mm. Uh, it is a, it is a little more stylized, but uh, ultimately it's a straight to streaming if you have Disney Ooh. Plus and a 
kid. Take that. And if not, well, I don't know if I would even recommend it. Like in dumpster terms of like, fire. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a. It's not a dumpster fire. But oh. but you I want don't it to be though. But I don't know if I would recommend it to someone who doesn't have. You said you wished for your time back. That sounds like a dumpster fire to me. I did. I did. So that that's the other thing. Like, <laughs> I went and I watched it with my eight year old, and she had a great time. And so I and so I don't wish for that time back. Yeah, that's fair. Any any time I spend with her, and she has joy, like that's time well spent yes. in my in my book. Um, but if you're if you're not that right, like if you, if I'm I, not I would girl. not I would not recommend this to Luke, who does not have a child. <laughs> Woo! But Tyler, like when this comes out on Disney Plus, I could see him and his child and or children watch it and enjoy it and at least you would enjoy the experience of watching it with them i gotta get my child off of ninja turtles oh that's f- well but ninja turtles pretty good ninja turtles great ninja turtles. mutant mayhem comes out tomorrow and i'm pretty fired up to get the that bacon, egg, and cheese. to get that into absolutely with the bev with the bev i'm ready to get that into rotation because right bacon, now it's cheese. the nickelodeon cartoon bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i got my tims on <laughs> I'm so excited for that movie again. Yeah, Baroque says two directors, five producers, four writers. Sounds like the budget went towards uh, lining pockets. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a laundering scheme. <laughs> scam of the year. <laughs> scam, scam number three of the year, baby. Listen, no, nothing's beaten the day the before. Century. Though. Yeah, nothing's beaten the day. Oh yeah, before. I guess it took a hundred years. Hundred years it. to make. Dude, how many? Only, only four writers in a hundred years. That's a pretty good clip, actually. <laughs> Person gave about a twenty-five year 25 run. Twenty-five year run. All right, all right. This is what we got. How do you think the first writer from the first twenty-five years feels about the finished product? Yeah, that now? first draft writer yeah. is probably like, "What the heck is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> this prob- is nothing like mine." It's probably like these people look different. <laughs> probably what his first thought would be <laughs> this was supposed to be an animated prequel to event horizon yeah. <laughs> oh it's just some old racist white guy he's like i can't believe this is the movie they've made it's like oh. well buddy times are a changing oh my gosh okay well <sighs> what are we at hour a long 50? time let's get out of here uh, thank you for hanging out with us on the stream. Chia. Thanks for uh, listening via the podcast or watching on YouTube. Um, next week we'll be back Will on we the couch. Be back? Next week? What is next week? The eighteenth? The week? Yeah, it's the week. Oh, yeah, Christmas. yeah. We'll, we'll be, be back. back. We'll be back next week. Yay! With something. I don't know what movie's coming out, but we'll be back with something. So Wonka comes out this week. I think. Oh, we got to <laughs> watch Wonka. All right. Or we'll... you could watch the. Uh... Adrian Monk movie on Peacock. Be back. Dude, the reviews for that are really good. Something. But thank you for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.